listening to Around Comics. Listening to Around Comics episode 411. 411. I'm Brian Salazar. With me is Christopher Neesman. Soon, at some point in time in the near future, hopefully Tom Caters will join us. Welcome everyone to another exciting, amazing adventure of the Around Comics podcast, where we talk about comics. Too many comics. Too many comics. Too many comics. Yes, we missed a week. Uh, We did, you know trade talks last week so we had two weeks worth of comics to try and jam we gotta jam them in here it's uh it's are we just gonna go like you know old school just like rapid fire you know rapid fire this gets five ACs you know there he is five five fuck yeah (laughs) fuck yeah man what's up Tom Caters hey how's it going how you doing man we were just talking about how there's too many comics this week. We got too many time comics to talk about. Damn it! Rapid not fire. Enough time. Chris is going to cut us off at an hour and three seconds. Rapid so fire. We got to blast through these uh, comics. We yeah, have to talk about. A, yeah, fifty seven minutes and uh, forty five seconds. Go. Okay, Punisher number one, Jason Aaron, uh, and and Paul Ezeseta and uh, Jesus Saez, um, the reinvention of the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I read it. Yeah. Um, I I don't understand the. I, I he's brutal. Uh, he's a mass murderer. He's killing in every panel almost. I mean, the whole thing is just this sort of worship to the 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 rampage and the absolute yeah. brutal marauding death that is Frank Castle. Um, and then at the end, we get this, you know, sort of twist surprise thing, which on one hand, it's sort of like, ah, whatever. And then the other hand, it's like, well, it is comics. Why not? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean you can't sure. do that. And so... Yeah. Um, but I, the dude, I, the dude, is, the dude little... has been a Frankenstein. Why can't he lead the hand? Right? No, I, there's nothing with that. There's no, I have no problem with that whatsoever, leading the hand. I just, if this was in response to people not liking the fact that there have been like some police officers and, and different people that sort of sport the Punisher logo. Um, and what it represents. If this is sort of the response to that, I'm quite. I'm. I'm sort of like. I don't understand it. I don't quite understand why. Mm. Um, for one, I mean, we talked about this in the past. Like, uh, I. I don't think it, it matters. Like, people aren't gonna give a shit what happens in the comic book. Like, no. there's still gonna be assholes running around with Punisher shit on, and, and it's not gonna matter. That that uh, uh, that genie's out of the bottle, my friends. 
<laughs> You're not putting it back. I yet. also read this. I read this. What did you think, sir? I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I, you know, it, it's a lot of like, it kind of, it, it maybe did think of when they did make Frankencastle. Um, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed Frankencastle a little bit more than I yeah. enjoyed this, where I'm like, eh, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, if I think there's another comic we might talk about that um, has a little bit of this too, where it's like, Saber okay, Tooth. well, this. No, Sabretooth is actually really good. Oh, okay. and, uh, <laughs> I did uh, read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Strange. Oh, the, for, yeah, where a little bit of like, well, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> what's that, the point? That's the point. Like. Like it's obviously comics, right? Mm-hmm. So Frank Castle isn't going to lead the hand forever. Like what? Yeah, nothing's that's... forever, right? What? But there's like a certain element that's built into I don't know. Where I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it doesn't doesn't feel consequential, or like I really need to stick around to see what's what's going on a little bit. I don't know. Like it's just, <sighs> yeah. I, I mean. Okay, so I'm going to spoil the book for anyone that has not read it. If you do not want to have the ending of the first issue spoiled, just cl- you know, put your hands over your ears, whatever. Turn off, turn away for a minute. Just give me like 30 seconds here. Not even 10 seconds. I'm going to spoil the book. So in three, two, one. Okay, so at the end of the book, mm. they bring back his mm-hmm. wife, and it's sort of this idea of like, okay, we've taken away Frank's reason to be the Punisher. His wife is back because that was why he became yeah. the, the Punisher, right? His wife yeah. and child were yeah. murdered by fuck these the gangsters. fuck the kids, by the way. Well, they <laughs> might come back. Who knows? I mean, maybe we didn't see. I mean, it, it kind of ended that way. But okay, so if that's true, then why is he still like this rampaging monster of a human being that's just killing everything and enjoying it? I mean, not only is he killing everything, he's seemingly taking joy in doing it. Like he he relishes his murder more so now than I think previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just don't get any of it. Like, I don't understand what the point of any of this is. Well, Tom Brevoort it, said it know. was going to be the Punisher version of born again. So, so, so buckle in pal, because this is going to be one of the yeah. greatest all time stories ever. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will ever it's be the up. same. That's kind yeah. of a tough, that's a tough one to throw on the creators, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, like oh, okay, this could be I as mean, big as Watchmen. I don't know, but it might be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nothing against Jason Aaron, but you yeah. know, I think he is a solid, good comic book writer. I don't know if he is the guy that's going to bring us the next Born Again. I'm not <laughs> sure he's that guy. Yeah. I know. Maybe I'm not saying he couldn't Jason do it. Aaron I'd just be surprised. Yeah, some of my favorite comics. I'm surprised second. that anyone would see like the pitch for this book and be like, "Oh yeah, this is like Born Again." It doesn't feel <laughs> like it doesn't feel like this is like oh like the defini- a sort of a definitive examination of. Maybe he meant the ending. It was like a literal translation of being born yeah. again. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a strange. It's such a strange comparison because it is sort of like, um, it's like, oh, what if the Punisher was in charge of the hand? You know, like it's that type of story. Yeah. 
As if, I, as, didn't we see we've seen this with Electra? Like she was in charge of oh, the hand. Daredevil's yeah. been in charge of Everyone the hand. Everyone gets to be like, in charge of the hand of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, rotating yeah. cast. Well, if, I mean, I read um, uh, Devil's Reign, Electra, mm-hmm. or the was it the Woman Without Fear? Uh Daredevil, mm-hmm. Woman Without Fear number three, which is apparently a Devil's Reign tie-in. And that it has Frank Castle on the last spoilers on the last page. Um, <gasps> as the Punisher with his in his new um, his new yeah. outfit the uh, uniform whatever and uh, yeah which was supposed to be a big deal so yeah I mean I guess if you're trying to change the logo so like fascists aren't into it I don't know if making it more like like a samurai logo is really going to do the trick for you I think there's going to be a bunch of dudes who are like oh sick the only no, thing the only thing <laughs> fucking worse like, would have been to like, like, turn oh, him in, if they turned like, him into a viking and if it had a beard yeah. then fucking over <laughs> yeah it's like I don't know if this is doing what you think it's doing I, I don't know if right. yeah like mm. okay and the other hand is like you know in this current age of sort of representation you know having frank be in charge of the hand isn't there any sort of like <sighs> cultural appropriation issues there he's wearing a japanese there's, there's, someone's you know, there's a little bit of a last samurai vibe with the top yeah it's like, a, it's like wait it, are we sure we're doing this like is this thing i mean doing? That being said, I did like the book. I mean, I didn't not enjoy it. I, yeah, it I was fine. Liked the story. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was it yeah. was fine. The art was good, and and you know, Punisher kills a lot of fucking <laughs> yeah. people. And if that's what you're into, I just I don't know that that was. I think I almost get the feeling like Marvel doesn't quite understand why the Punisher is popular. You know, I, I don't know if they kind of get why people like the Punisher, and 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 yeah, I, I think they get it. I don't, I don't it, think yeah, they're ready to thing. really admit it. Maybe I yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think they. I, it's funny. I this is a sidetrack, which I always do. But I, I happen to read a, an article by um, Bob Odenkirk that, uh, for whatever reason, he was talking about Chris Farley, mm. and he was talking about how I read that um, same article. Yeah. The 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 skit where Farley basically you know kind of became a household name was the the Chippendale dancer with him and um, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze. and. He said that, you know, it made him feel sad because he knew how much Farley was sort of insecure about his weight and that even though he, you know, sort of played on that, it it was something that kind of made Bob Odenkirk sad because now people were just sort of laughing at the fat guy. And I read that and I'm like, I remember watching that when it aired. I remember talking about that for like weeks with my friends about that. And even years and years later, it's, you know, I think it's one of the best you know, funniest sketches on Saturday Night Live ever. It's like an iconic sketch. And it's like, I wasn't laughing at Chris Farley because he was fat. I was laughing because the situation was ridiculous. Yeah. You had this beautiful, gore, you know, gorgeous dancer looking Chippendale guy in Patrick Swayze. And then you had a guy that obviously did not fit that mold, but arguably was more endearing because he was so earnest in his attempt to be a Chippendale dancer. That was what was funny and arguably he was the better dancer it wasn't about watching a fat guy try and compete with with chris or with uh patrick swayze i i don't think that's why that skit made chris farley such a lovable character and i think this is sort of the, the same thing it's like i don't think bob odenkirk knows why people were laughing or why people love that sketch. No. 
skit. You know, or, they, they, he, he thinks it was because or conversely, were at him. he like. I think sometimes if you know somebody, and like you might have too much context of, of like right, what right, they have, right. of who they are, and you're like, ah, uh, I don't know if this is a good thing for this person that this that this is a, that this is happening. You know, like someone this who's is what dealing with uh... these sort of yeah, like that this is you know. Because I, I think sometimes you can have, I mean, maybe this applies to Marvel too. It's like maybe you have a little too much context of the thing you're you're talking about, and because you know too much, right? You lose sight. You knew ultimately, it was not going to be a good thing. It wasn't a good thing for him, or you kind of yeah. knew he was an insecure person, and you're looking at it, and you're like, I wish this wasn't the thing that he was doing because I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Marvel doesn't know why people like the Punisher or they do. And they are just like, let's make him a samurai and have him kill people like a ninja now, instead of like a fucking, you know, like, because because that's okay. Because that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. As long as it's okay that he's killing people, just not with a spell (laughs) on his chest. It's fine. If he murders dozens and dozens, hundreds of people, very strange sword. It's Yeah. uh, yeah. Very odd. It doesn't matter how you die, whether it's a gun or a sword, you're still dead. Yeah, you're still you know dead. what I mean? Like, I, I don't see why that's yeah. a, a distinction now. It's like, oh, we're going to take away his guns. Uh, okay. He's still murdering people, like right? Like, huh? decapitating people with a ninja yeah. sword. <laughs> just weird. It was, yeah. just, it was just a very, I was not what yeah. I was expecting. I, I you're just kept trying going, to ditch a certain audience. You have gone the wrong way. You've gone yeah, directly into this honestly right. like, yeah it's like this yeah. is off this is so much better than right. guns oh yeah i can get a sword oh, no. i can get a sword off the oh, internet oh, i don't even need a license for a ninja yeah. sword and then you can have old school old school punisher tattoo here new school you know uh yeah. asian inspired tattoo here yeah you're it's like uh, you don't get you don't get what the problem is You've got, I tell you what will drive these guys off let's make it let's make it a sick ass ninja with swords <laughs> If you give him nunchucks, it's fun. Too much. <laughs> nunchucks gone. We're, se- <laughs> we're essentially gonna, you know, leave his costume basically the same, same. black and white motif. We're you know, make him we'll look- change the skull a little. It'll look more. Hey, I know. We'll make it look like a demon yeah. ninja symbol. Nobody yeah. will like that. No, yeah. And then we'll, in- instead of guns, <laughs> which people, you, you know, people really, uh, have some sort of weird power fantasy about using violence against people they'll hate this now <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no way no way will any of those guys like kind of needs to do this in his first of all none of those guys are fucking reading the punisher comic so that's the well, other right thing. yeah but even if somehow it filters down It'll be like, oh yeah, this sounds cool as hell, man. He's <laughs> right. Just, he's decapitating well, as as- like child molesters with a ninja. So you know, it's <laughs> like, what the fuck? As soon as Tucker Carlson does a, a a spot on, they took away the Punisher's guns. Yeah. Then you know, there you go. It's gonna be all over trucks oh, yeah. and there you go. Yeah. Black yeah. jackets. But they gave <laughs> yeah. him swords. They gave him yeah. swords. Yeah. He's still yeah. killing tons of people. <laughs> Lots of people. Lots. Yeah, yeah. Of, I mean, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, well. So there a, you go. There's yeah. my. There's Punisher. Punisher number one. Ding. Done. Done. Move on. I read a number one, and it's from a what? book that uh, that Sal originally 
Turn this on too. Um, did you guys uh, check out the Kill Lock, the Artisan Wraith number one? Yeah, no, haven't gotten of to all it the yet. books you said you read. You didn't say that. I one. read it late. I read it right before we came on. We can talk about it uh, next nah. week. It's good. Yeah, talk about it. Let's talk about it next week. We'll, talk we'll about all it read week. it. It's more of a kill walk. It's your fault, Sal. Uh, hey, that was a good book. Yeah. Being yeah next. Yeah, this is really good. Um, <laughs> we, we make comics we can talk uh, about. Do we want to talk about uh, Killing Time? We can. All right. It's more a perfectly killing. okay movie tie-in comic <laughs> that's like time to come out at the same time as the movie. It's yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, I shouldn't say intricately. I should say intric- like uh, aside. It was adjacent. It was movie adjacent. Yeah. It's like hey, this yeah. is. It's got the Riddler in it. I like yeah. that movie, you know. But obviously not the same Riddler. But um. It was it was intricately crafted. Mm-hmm. It's a Tom King book. Um, Maybe too intricate. <laughs> I'm like, like dude, King oh book. my god, another time. Like, fuck, dude, I get it. <laughs> my brain doesn't work that all well. All these Tom times King. you're confusing me with all the times. I get what's, what's in the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started to want, like I started as I was reading it. I started to think, okay, do I need to do I need to decode? Do I need to write this down so I have a timeline of events? As Does I it matter? It, Is I this going to get it? I think I understand yeah. what's happening. But. I think I, yeah, you're you're trying to tell a very small segment of time over okay. whatever forty pages of comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was you know, it was fun. The art was the art was cool. You know, I feel like we're in a true age. We're in like the Killer Croissants right now. I feel like Killer Croc. <laughs> nice. nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like an every. He's like yeah. in everything. T T M yeah. that one, Tom. That's uh, and you're right. He is. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Killer Croc. I'm gonna make a shirt. Killer, Killer Croissants. Croc. My. Uh, yeah, I. It's weird, right? Like he's a. Uh, I feel yeah, like every time I pick up a Batman book, Killer like Croc. Croc's in there, and it's all kinds of different versions of Killer Croc too. Like I think maybe that's probably why he's fun, you know? It's like, you know, there's all there's all the the whole widespread of like he's a big fucking crocodile to like he's kind of like a creepy dude who's like yeah. a little bit like a lizard, and then there's like the the funny one from Catwoman that clips yeah. you know like. There's a lot he's of a, leeway. He's like a big fat monitor lizard. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, another. I think you know, safe to say, another Tom King book that is gonna be good. You're gonna enjoy it. Um, yeah, it seemed like there was a lot. Is this a twelve issue? Is this a, oh, a, a twelve issue series? Um, I think my favorite Killer Croc is uh, the Azarello Batman. Mm, uh, it's a that, good that, yeah. One of six. It's not okay, twelve six, issues. Six. It's only six issues. Okay. Half the time, it's epic though. They they said it was epic six issue tale of a young. Oh, it's a young Batman, mm-hmm. evidently. Just like the Batman. The Batman. I've heard the Batman is very very good. Everybody's everybody's yeah. saying it's phenomenal. I'm hearing I'm um, hearing good stuff. <laughs> That's a good one. The three killer crocs coming this fall from Brian <laughs> Horsham. <laughs> <laughs> the the the, the fat croc fat croc monster croc and like weird dude croc those are your weird creep, criminal the clown 
the other one the cr- the other the other crack the one the, the clown the joke that one oh, God. yeah <coughs> joker three jokers penguins getting his own tv show yeah, yeah. colin farrell yeah i guess colin farrell wanted uh Wanted to play the penguin really bad. He wants, <laughs> I guess he wanted a he wanted a solid yeah, job. He, wants, he wanted a solid. Yeah, one of them sweet jobs like that. Yeah. He said uh, <laughs> it started at four hours a day in the chair, and they whittled it down to two hours. Uh, so he's got to spend two hours a day just getting the makeup on for that role. Oh, boo! Fucking. I don't who? think he was complaining. Uh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> he was on Hot Ones. Uh, another good interview. So. Hot Ones. Um, what's next bing bing we're, we're done t- with batman killing time that's all it gets boom tom it's you go boom. uh, uh you got, i read saber number two and it Dude. was be- it was good it was you were gonna say it, better <laughs> it was better yeah well no i mean just remember the first run was one where i was like oh, i thought it was gonna be this and at the end i was like oh yeah it's gonna yeah, be it was, this yeah. is the one where he was gonna be satan right He's yeah yeah be- but they've okay. like fly through that really quickly oh, really? Oh, in nice. the second one and it's like oh wait okay like this is interesting <laughs> like they kind of they kind of pull back on that kind of quickly oh. in a sense and like it is heard, like they heard me they heard yeah. yeah they're like oh don't, don't do the satan like the satan thing <laughs> I, I won't spoil it i won't spoil it for you guys but it is actually like uh it's the the thing where I was like in the first half of the first one I was like oh this is kind of interesting discussion about like the idea of what prison is and like what what does yeah. it mean and it is about that because they kind of get into that in the in the second one with the other characters that got dropped into the pit you know and you kind of see that you know some of them yeah like that's a bad guy they deserve that and then some of them you're kind of like eh, I don't like are we sure we're doing this? And like the idea of like who, who uh, among the X-Men is really gets to decide who's getting punished and like what, you know, like Charles Xavier's like wrong all the time about all kinds of things. And, like, and now suddenly he's the, you know, like now suddenly he's not wrong, you know? And like the, uh, it, 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 it kind of pulled back from the stuff that I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, so I'm going to keep going. It is a weird thing if you think about it. Like, I've never, I can't say that I've ever given much time to thinking about prison other than I don't want to be there. But, like, no matter what crime you commit, you, you know, everybody goes to the same shitty place. It's just a matter of how long you're in the shitty place. Yeah. Which is kind of an odd way to sort of punish, I guess. Like, you know, if, if you think it's like, there's no level like, like you murdered person. someone so you get to be in a shitty place next to the guy that stole a car you're in yeah. the shitty place you just don't get to be there as long like you, yeah, you yeah. get out after a while but you both go to the same shitty place that's, well that's, you know that's funny enough like part of it is like this person got sent here because they killed a bunch of people and this person got sent here because they committed the crime of like damaging part of Krakoa, you know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, yeah, of like, you know, it could be some unreliable narration, but also the idea of like, all these people gets, have just been summarily sent and they don't know how long they're going to be there. They're like told it's like a timeout, you know, so right. they're being treated like children and like, 
this uh, the idea of like the frustration of like, hey, we've built this like Nirvana, this perfect place for mutants, and we still can't get everyone to like follow our three like simplest rules about like doing it. And like, so it is good. I'll say that it turned itself around quickly. Oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna go back and read that then. Hope to add it to the stack. Um, you guys read, um, uh, I know I'm going off script. We, we sent him. I read so many books. You Ding, guys, next one. Did you read She Hulk 2? No. No. All right, next. Uh, thing five. Ding. No. I haven't gotten to it yet. Ah, is, okay, it still weird? is it still a weird comic? Is it still a weird comic? It's, no, it is. It's a totally <laughs> weird comic, but we finally find out why. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Ding. Ding. Oh. I'm intrigued. Yes. No, uh, yes, it's awesome. Radio Spaceman, no. Mission to Numa 4. Yes. Uh, I love this book. Um, I love that it just, I have no idea what it's about. It just gets dropped into it. I love the idea that there's some old dude in a mansion somewhere and he gets a phone call. And next thing I know, he's plugged into a remote spaceship and he has to go try and like go on this mission as some sort of remote control robot. with the skull face and uh his fucking workers forget to load batteries for his gun so he has to beat people up with a fucking or beat aliens up with a hammer uh i love everything and about then the there's a this space is, this vampire is, <laughs> and then there's a space vampire nice. and there's yeah also it, it, i loved everything about this book i love the art i love the story i love this was just like a fun this th- took me back to like um, amazing screw on head what was the tony well, amazing screw on head. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. But I was thinking about um, what was the Tony Moore, Rick Remender, oh, Fear, Spa- uh, Fear, Fear Agent. Agent. This took me back to Fear Agent, where there was no rhyme or reason for anything. It was just good old fashioned comic book fun silliness. Yeah. Anything can happen. The dude's beating bears, space bears up with a hammer. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know what this book yeah. is about. There's a I little like Umbrella it. Academy craziness going on. Like, yeah, the character design is awesome. Yeah 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 i i yeah this is everything i could want in a comic book honestly i mean it's it's a it, this is like a palate cleanser it's like oh okay I'm, i i don't have to think too hard it's <laughs> just fun it just looks great greg hinkle was the artist it was written by mike mignola colors by dave stewart of course um letters by clem robbins uh and yeah it was just like it was, this was just fun don't don't you know you don't have to think you a bunch you just do not overthink you just, it <laughs> no just just read it and enjoy it uh yeah that I, there's like dudes that like the guy has like weird servant dudes with flat heads and light bulbs on their brain you know on the top of their heads and there's just every panel's got some weird visual thing to look at and it's sort of a retro <laughs> style but but sci-fi and yeah, I was. It was cool. It's only two issues. Is the only thing I'm upset yeah. about, um, you know. But uh, and God more, bless. Me yeah, it was, it's like, hey, I got a great idea. I think it's about two issues. Let's roll. It's I. Yeah, right. That. When was the last time you saw a two issue anything? No, I totally agree. It was. Yeah. It was. It was awesome. Um, do we want to talk about Strange Number One? I feel like it was uh, not overwhelmingly <laughs> received <laughs> i i look at this book and i just go it's it's not for me this is not a book for yeah, me that's fair um uh, it's just it's written for a different audience a younger audience i think it's written for you know maybe girls that want to read about 
a Doctor Strange character that's their own, and and that's cool. I don't have, it, yeah. For me, it's, I mean, it's hard for me to review it. it like if I'm going to be like objective mm-hmm. about it and sort of try and say it, it, I I didn't care for the dialogue. I thought it was hokey and jokey, and and to me, it was just sort of like it didn't feel. Um, uh, it felt out of place. Okay. It just was like weird, like you know, and and it has that thing where it's like you know, oh, well, she's a girl and she's replacing Doctor Strange. So she has to be even more of a badass and, a, you know, and just like, you know, it's like, eh, whatever. I don't really need that. So yeah, for me, yeah. I didn't really give a shit. I kind of felt like it didn't stick to any one thing enough. It, like if it wanted to be sort of quirky and funny and like, yeah. you know, like it could lean really hard into that of like, for a second, I thought it was going to do an interesting thing where, you know, when they were talking about like, well, everyone comes back, you know, when you're a superhero. Sure. And I thought it was going to be like, I'm not going to try and save him. I'm just going to like hang out because he'll come back eventually because everyone does, you know? Right. And like, right. kind of like, which would be kind of an interesting tilt on it instead of like, this is about us bringing him back. It's like, oh, I'll just hang out because everyone yeah. comes back. It's, it would so be, like, the, I'll the just be world, for world's first self aware comic book. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll wait for it. Yeah. But like it didn't lean hard enough into that mm-hmm. part of it to like have that in like the art kind of didn't match that humor as well. And like it kind of like danced around a bunch of different things. Because yeah, sometimes it was like I'm actually a more powerful sorcerer supreme and like I come from conquerors and this. And then it would be like uh, a, kind of a funny interaction with Dr. Doom, who of course thinks that he should get to be the Sorcerer Supreme, you know, like showing up being like, I'm here to collect, I'm here to collect my things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just, that was, that was my weird, favorite like, part of the book. I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, of course I'm going to well, be. Of the course next I'm going to be, which is a way, there's like a way to have like a book that does that type of stuff and like, I could see it working really well and like leaning into all of that and like, and then, but then it would just like, it switch really abruptly, mm-hmm. like visually and like tone wise to like something else. And it was like, Oh wait, what is, what's going on? So it was sort of like, there's little pieces of it that I really liked and like mm-hmm. things it could have done, but it was sort of like, just all over. Yeah. It was me. a little disjointed yeah. for me. Uh, and it's like, oh, I could probably really like this character if it was just a care, if it was just a new character, if it was just someone, you yeah. know, another, just another Sorcerer Supreme. Like, like, you know, why do we, you know, why does it have to be, oh, it's the ex wife of, <sighs> yeah, of Doctor yeah. Strange and, you know, and well, he's everybody dead knows and, who that is. It's cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like a little bit too of like what I was saying was like, yes. The Doctor Strange that's going to be in the movie is going to come back. Like, we all know that. Yes. So, like, if <laughs> yes. you're going to talk about it, like, which is why I was like, oh, they're going to do something interesting where they're just going to be self-aware of the fact that he's coming back. But then I was like, oh, okay, this is actually about her trying to bring him back. And I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, why are we here? What's going on? <laughs> like, Yeah, what's the point of it? Yeah, like, it once again, like, what? I was like, eh, okay. Like, I guess, you know, I guess that's what this is, you know? So yeah, it was sort of like, I don't know. The, it was sort of like, um, 
you know, like a, uh, a snake eating its own tail, you know, like I'm sort of the part I'm kind of least interested in is so built into the story of like, I'm like, eh, I don't, how they bring like, it I back. know Dr. Strange is coming back. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not, it feels like such an accelerated thing where it's like Dr. Strange just died. And now we have to like immediately have the story where we bring Dr. Strange back. It's like, can't you like at least pretend for a little bit that he's, <laughs> he's not coming back? You know, go have fun. Yeah, I mean, I could think just, just yeah. like off the top of my head, I could I could think like, what if she just you know hung out and really didn't want to be the Sorcerer Supreme, and it was just sort of a day in the life or a week or a month in the life of being the Sorcerer Supreme when you really don't want to. I mean, if you wanted to be quirky and sort of funny, of like people just keep knocking on the door and and asking the Sorcerer Supreme to do shit. And yeah. she doesn't really want to. And then she has to get in all these, you know, adventures that she doesn't really want to be yeah. a part of, or she's not really that. And, and part, you know, and part of it, she could sort of come to sort of understand, you know, what a source Supreme is and learn, you know, how hard it is and that kind of thing. And the other part of it is she can kind of give it a new spin of like, well, this is what Stephen Strange would do. Well, I'm not Stephen Strange, you know? Doctor, yeah. And Dr. Doom could pull like a Trump and say that her... <laughs> Being selected is illegitimate. <laughs> take take it to yeah, court. Yeah, stole, take it steal the court. yeah. Or just as like everyone knows, to magic a court. tremendous amount of fraud involved in this. <laughs> of the Sorcerer Supreme. Everyone knows it. It's illegitimate. I am the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, yeah, I just come think, to I just me if were... you need anything. Like I am obviously <laughs> the true Sorcerer Supreme. True Sorcerer Supreme. Um, we, I'll meet you all at uh, Becker Street or yeah. Becker Street. <laughs> Street. She said some very nasty things. Nasty, na- very nasty things. A lot of people are saying that I should be the sorcerer. Um, speaking of and more, and more do more do's a, a really intelligent guy. Really, He's really, really savvy, very savvy, savvy, savvy. Yeah. So speak, speak, speaking um, of of Doctor Strange, speaking of um. Uh, what hoopla and that kind of stuff, uh, which we are all hoopla fans. I've been talking about the uh, the Wastelanders podcast. Well, I found out that on hoopla, there is a ton of Marvel graphic audio productions. Have you have you checked any of those out? Marvel, uh, no, no, it's there, it's (laughs) graphic audio, which are the like the like radio productions of novels and stuff they have like 30 different marvel ones wait a minute you mean audiobooks audiobooks yes graphic <laughs> jesus christ why are you fucking dancing around well, that no word? but it's, an audiobook is like one person reading a book these are graphic it's audio- like a radio play yeah it's exactly it's it's radio. Well, i'm confused by the term graphic audio that's the name of the company graphics of it's oh, okay. They, that's the dumbest. Which is like, I'm like, what do you audio. mean? Like, yeah. emotion? Sorry, I listen to them so much. I assume that everyone knows what graphic audios are. But yeah, the, it's the it's the radio dramatization. Oh, okay. Whoever came up with that term should be fucking shot. No, should be stabbed by the Punisher. <laughs> he would do it. Um, but I'm listening to uh, Doctor Strange, The Fate of Dreams right now. It's a oh, Devin Grayson. Uh, strange story yeah they're uh they're 
okay. They're good. It's if you're looking for something after you're done with around comics uh, uh, to listen to in the car does, on your commute. It's yeah, they're fine. Does the Doctor Strange? Does the Doctor Strange in this graphic audio have like a strangely strained American accent? No, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> like, it, it is not a British. It is not yeah, a British uh, actor um, trying to do a uh, yeah, you know, like, curiously midwestern. Um, Strange uh, American like, accent. Mm, I think they should all have mid Atlantic, like uh, Cary Grant. I don't I, know, darling. You know, I'm the Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme. We were talking about uh, Colin Farrell as uh, um, uh, Penguin, and that was one of the questions they that he got asked on on the Hot Ones episode is about dialects because he's had to do a lot of different dialects and he said the the hardest one is is standard american it's he's like what is standard american and and he said that uh, every every voice coach that he's worked with has said no pick a dialect pick something that is you know appropriate for that region and that area that there's not a there shouldn't be a standard american no yeah. Standard American. Uh, that would be Chicago, Chicago accent. I, it's technically, a, I think it's St. Louis. St. Louis has the most accent neutral. I have the most American accent. It's the best. The most American. Most American. I wish I could do a better Trump. I can't. I can't really do it. Oh, Trump. that was Trump. No. I was that trying was to be. Trump. Yeah. I, that's. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try it. Mine would be worse. It was a graphic, was a graphic audio. Graphic audio. So, yeah. so anyway, so if you're looking for, you know, if if your audio book well is running dry, uh, yeah, there's a ton of Marvel uh, graphic, audio, graphic productions. audio productions on Hoopla. They do I, civil. They have I, civil I, war. Uh huh. Uh huh. If I was very bored and had nothing to do, if you had a longer commute, I, there's maybe. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't talking about oh. that. I was gonna say there's a website where like uh, people record audiobooks. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, for like free, you just you know you can listen to like. I guess it's okay if if I read if I record an audiobook and give it away. That's it. I guess that's so fine. you could you could do as, a, you, as long as I don't sell so you it. Could do a, a a reading of like the stand and release it. Yeah, and that's fine. But if you charge for it, then well, yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I, I yeah, I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to do sometime, but never. I need a really short book, not the stand. Really, really, <laughs> definitely not the stand. That would never yeah, get not that the stand. Stand. So anyway, um, never. So there. Um, how we? Oh, we got plenty. Graphic of audio production. Uh, this is a graphic audio production of Around Comics. I want to talk about a book you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was interesting that hit me book. Wow, not what I was expecting. From AWA, yeah. Upshot, hit me from Krista Foss, Priscilla Petraeus, and Marco Lesko. Uh, yeah, I thought this was an interesting book. Really? I I yeah. am not, um, you know, I'm uh, well. I guess uh, I'll give it a little brief synopsis. It's about a woman who is a sex worker and her specialty is um, uh, sadomasochism uh, where, and she's, she gets paid to get hit uh, and, and beat up and that kind of thing. And she enjoys it. Um, and then that, you know, as the story goes on, 
it turns into something else, but that's kind of the main character. And I was interesting, I, you know, sort of reading it from a, a perspective of someone that uh, obviously I think the writer um, is familiar with this kind of thing to some degree or another. I don't know how much. Uh, if you read, the, you, you, but did you yeah. read the back matter? I yeah, did. It. So yeah, I did. He has a history yeah. of either working in in the sex trade or being involved in the sex trade, or and or having a lot of friends that that are in sex trade. So I mean, she's writing this from what sounds like a pretty educated perspective. Yeah, and and it was an interesting read for sure. I mean, it definitely kind of you know is evocative and uh you know for me it, it's an interesting thing because it's like you know i for the majority of my life my idea of you know someone working in porn is you know it's not a healthy place i i still think that it probably is not for the most part i don't know though i don't i've never worked in the industry obviously uh and i don't really know anyone that ever has so i don't you know i can't really speak to it from an educated standpoint um, it's more, you know, sort of anecdotal, uh, you know, and just sort of, there's plenty, there's enough horror stories sure. of people that have worked in the industries and, and, and I guess, you know, it being illegal is one of the bigger issues of why a lot of that becomes a horror story or why those horror stories exist. Um, and it is an interesting thing. I mean, I know that over the last, I don't know what you'd say, 10 years, it, from my perspective, I would say 10 years or so where the narrative is, you know, th that it's, it's, it's something that uh, should be respected. It's something that people are, you know, uh, doing it from a healthy, you know, uh, place. And, um, you know, as long as it's, you know, consensual kind of thing, there's, there's nothing, it shouldn't be, you know, a stigma about it. Mm -hmm. Hard for me, you know, to necessarily get around that, but it, but it was an interesting read from that perspective and, and just sort of seeing someone, you know, seeing a character who kind of, as the story is going on, she's sort of explaining that that, that sex work uh, is work and there are boundaries and there are rules and it is a yeah. transactional relationship. And yeah, it, yeah, it's, it makes you, if not rethink it, it, it makes you look at it a little bit harder, which I think is, is a good thing yeah. instead of just ignoring it as like society, one of society's dirty little secrets. Right. Right. I think that, I mean, that's why people, I, you know, I would guess that's a big part of why people do end up getting hurt or end up getting, you know, taken advantage of or, or you know, because it is a stigma, because it is illegal, because of all those things. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's 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 so far and away from my yeah. life in the sense, that, you know, it's like I can't even imagine being in that life um but at the same time it's like oh this was an interesting yeah. perspective and, and, to read and she, about it and no she's one. not a call girl i mean she's not she's not a hooker she's in sex trade but it's it's i mean it's it's kink right it's it's bdsm and it's so it's it's a yeah the only thing i mean if this is not pretty the woman, only thing right? i would yeah the only thing I did, I did think about, you know, as reading is like someone that's pretty uh, familiar with violence mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, getting hit, hitting people, hurting people. Mm -hmm. um, it's like I, that part of it, uh, while I appreciate the fact that they want to portray it as something that can be 
I guess, healthy or can come from a, you know, it doesn't come necessarily come from a fucked up place Mm -hmm. where, you know, in my mind, it's like, well, you got to be kind of fucked up if that's what you're into. If like (laughs) you want to get fucking punched in the head for money, I, you know, I think maybe you're kind of fucked up, but I don't know. I, you know, this is, this is a perspective. I was like, no, she's not fucked up. She enjoys Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, okay. I can accept that part of it, but to some degree, I'm just sitting there going, fuck man, to, to sort of present that uh, in a comic book, I feel is a little bit as, as being in any way um, a healthy thing. Not, no, no, uh, not psychologically. I don't, yeah. you know, I can't speak to that. Like, no, I, you know, I, someone I, what enjoys... I'm saying is to present that, you know, in, in any context as being a healthy behavior. Right. Well, um, from my, well, from my perspective, simply in a, like a medically health, unhealthy yeah. behavior, like I don't give a fuck how tough you might be getting punched in the face is not going to be good for you in long term. I don't care how much money you make, you know, and, and, and she talks about it in the back of the book of like, well, you know, boxers get, mm-hmm. you know, punched in the face for money and nobody, you know, everybody calls them a bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, it, and that's not a healthy necessarily thing either. I mean, they, you know, they go into it with their eyes wide open and you're, you're doing that too, but I don't know that, um, I, it, it, the only thing that concerns me about this book is the audience that might be reading it and who it's geared towards, you know, thinking that, oh, maybe I like a little pain. That's much different than getting punched in the fucking head. Like getting hit in the head is a very serious and bad thing. Um, So that's the only thing I was like, "Eh." you know, because she kind of like in the very beginning of the book was like, oh, she's got a black eye. It's like, yeah, you don't like you don't want to take too many shots to the face. Like you just do not want you're going to be fucking drooling, you know, Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, she she kind of brings up how tough the character is and how how high her level of pain is. And I'll just say this. uh, A Mike Tyson quote is tough guys have speech impediments <laughs> and, and yeah. that's Mike Tyson talking about like training, yeah. you know, like the tough guys, tough guys end up with speech impediments. Yeah. Well, and the other so thing is, you, you know, it's easy to be tough in your early twenties. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot easier. And, than, and I, and know, I just say this in, in all seriousness, if, and it's all, to all the, the, the thousands of young 20 listeners that we have out there, if you kids, all you kids out there, if you felt like I did every morning when I get out of bed, you would go to the hospital. <laughs> you would be like, what, what has happened to me? So enjoy your youth. Out there curling, <laughs> curling like you're in your 20s. Oh gosh. I love springy fucking, <laughs> yeah, flexible but it was a really i i enjoyed the book i mean it, it was interesting for sure and uh i enjoyed the 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 sort of different perspective yeah. of it um you know but, can we talk yeah, about how fucking pretty face. it was sure my god is it a good looking book it is the this did you get like a rizzo vibe out of some of the, the this Mm, I was feeling like Joe Joel Jones a bit. Uh, yeah, to some degree, it it's, felt like maybe Rizzo. I, the, the, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of different kind the, of this. The um that that short fat dude with the terrible mullet 
um, and like the flashback <laughs> to their one bad encounter. I mean, that it's you look at those, and I mean that is nobody that can just, see it, Chris. Yeah, nobody can see. It. Just, nobody can see any of that. Uh, no. Screams Rizzo. It's not working. Um, with your then, terrible, terrible internet, internet connection. Yeah, with your oh, dial-up. Shit, sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Milwaukee. Is- You've got mail. <laughs> You've got mail. Chris, Chris I have is the, the first person. I have the, the, the AOL hours. I have the best, the best internet available in the city of Milwaukee. It's the best. The best. <clears> that bad Wisconsin internet. They're probably throttling it because you can get news from outside Wisconsin through the internet. <laughs> no, I want to over find the, out. Over like Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, hey, it's hard living. Be- cut off all. It's, it's hard living behind the cheddar curtain. So. Yeah. You need just <laughs> enough bandwidth to search for images of Packers and to uh, have, and a, good, have a good. You don't need any more. Ice fit, a good ice fishing map. You know, nowhere good. The, the, yeah, the good. Uh, um, the what do they? What do they yeah. fish for? They, Smelt? I don't know. <laughs> are they? Are they fishing for PBRs? muskies? PBRs. Yeah. They're not really fishing. They're just getting away from their wives. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was a cool book. I mean, I I didn't even uh, know about it, and you turned me on. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. this is interesting, and and. Yeah, definitely a uh, a different perspective on uh, yeah. on ne- how, to, how but, to go about making making a few bucks. Yeah, and and you know beyond that, it it turns into kind of a you know kind of like uh, drug deal crime. It's a crime book. Yeah, and then it becomes a, it, a yeah, it's a it's a crime a, book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not really a heist. It's a what would you call that kind of setup where basically the two. Uh, unbeknownst people uh, come into possession of something very valuable. Wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. Story. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I it's funny. <laughs> I was having someone punch me today <laughs> for free. Nice. nice. You, uh, yeah. Oh, you don't charge? Well, it was a woman that I work with, and uh, so I've been... Oh, the I've plot been, thickens. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been... Uh, <laughs> I've been working out again, uh, you know, uh, at work. Uh, there's a heavy bag, and I, I I, just do a a routine on the heavy bag, hitting it, that kind of thing, and sh- uh, a couple of women that work in the office there, they would come up eventually, uh, occasionally while I was doing it. And then one of them sort of was following along with, cause I have an app on my phone and it just tells me like punch combinations and it's just something to follow along with, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she started doing it and then, you know, I, I kind of was helping her a little bit and then she's like, I just want to punch something. I'm like, well, you can punch me. Like, you're not gonna, you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna, I can, I can play defense. I have gloves on. So she started punching me, you know, and uh, just sort of the excitement of like, I don't think she's ever punched anyone before, you know. So it's just <laughs> like seeing seeing her just sort of like really get into you know into punching. Do I know this person? Kind of neat. So, oh well, yeah, Do it's Do- it was Donna. Oh, it was Donna. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Donna. Yeah, that's if, awesome. If yeah, do, Donna's not gonna you know. Donna's not gonna put you on the floor. You're gonna be all right. No, no, no. yeah, I'll be. Fine. But I can also but she, see. Yeah, she was very excited. She, Whenever she was hitting you, she was thinking of someone else because that's Donna. Oh yeah, for sure. And that yeah, person would be your sure. husband. 
no, no, not her husband. Her uh, her husband passed away. Oh <laughs> shit! Sorry. Uh, yeah. Recently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. That, no. But uh, no, yeah. Nice. So yeah. It, I. I. But I can't imagine like paying to uh, to want to hit someone. Like that's a. That's a. That's the that's other. A different like. Kink. Yeah. That's the thing in this book. Yeah. Like. You know. It, so okay. Going back to it real quick, just to sort of think about this for a second if getting paid money to get hit is coming from a healthy place is paying money to hit someone uh, is coming from a healthy place too that doesn't seem like it would be so th this would be like I you know what i mean the, like th this would be the counter argument is that that person is given an outlet to pay someone to do it and that person is is doing it consensually and that is maybe saving someone who that person would lash out against in a criminal way right would that be the counter argument but, that, but that's like but i guess right? but that's like treating this i know i know it's, yeah i don't yeah. know i don't know I, that's why but that's why it's like a complicated thing to me it's like this doesn't seem like a healthy thing in any way yeah like I, you know, I'm not trying to criticize it, you know anyone, but but it's like from from my perspective, it's like how can this possibly be a healthy thing on either side of it? Like I, I understand, yeah. yeah, maybe you enjoy getting hit, but is that simply like I enjoy eating cheeseburgers? But if I do it all the time, I'm gonna fucking die of a heart attack. You know what I mean? Like once again, you can do you, doing heroin. You, you can do it in your early twenties. This woman is not gonna be doing it in her fifties. Yeah, but you do it enough in your early twenties, and you'll be fucking uh, eating everything out of a straw when you're well, in your forties. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's my point, though. Is like, well, and, and you, know, and you can make but, the argument that it's like this is a healthy thing. That's not something that should be stigmatized. It shouldn't be looked down upon. Mm. but is it i don't know you know what i mean like yeah. i understand the the argument there of like it's her decision yeah to do that but like i said pe yeah. you know people enjoy shooting heroin in their veins i don't know mm. if it was presented in a in a super preachy way that it's of the this is no, this is no. you know it's this isn't wrong this is right and 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 that should be your opinion i think this gave a very interest it, it did what good comics or good books or good you know essays or articles should do and that is that is provide a window into a larger world that that you don't that you're ignorant of and i felt like i was given a little bit of a look into a world that i'm very ignorant of and that was intriguing to me and that's what i think no absolutely that, that's what absolutely. i think and made this trying, like, a, a successful comic <clears throat> whether whatever your 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 views on it are i think it's a successful comic because you know, you made us think about it and here we are talking about it. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to do that about moon Knight number nine this month. Right. <laughs> A well, lot of I mean, people there's... are saying that violence is good. <laughs> it seems that uh, way in comics. Violence, violent, violence is okay. I, yeah, I don't, it, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's definitely something that is a, uh, an interesting subject. Uh, I thought it was very well handled in the book. I just, I, I don't know mm -hmm. how I feel about it. You know, I don't, I, I'm not like what yeah. I, you know, even if my daughter enjoyed it, mm -hmm. is it something I would want my daughter doing? Like getting punched and beaten, you know, like beat up for money. It's like, 
And isn't it awesome that that it's a fucking comic book that is making you actually like think about this for probably the first time in your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, not the first time. Come on. <laughs> you, oh, you've thought about your 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 daughter um, taking money to get beaten up before? Well, uh, not specifically that, <laughs> but I've certainly thought about all the possibilities of yeah. you know what my daughter may or may not do the rest of her life. Sure. Oh my God, that's why I'm not a parent. Uh, that would keep. I would never. I'd never sleep. I would never sleep. Yeah. No, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, at, look at me and Tom. Yeah, so tired all the time. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I haven't slept in uh, 19 years. Right. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's exhausting. Um, um, you want to talk about some good storytelling? Boy, that HBO series, Winning Time. Don't know. We're not talking about that. Oh. We're when, talking when, about that on ACTV. When, oh, what is ACTV? No. This is comics. This no, is what, comics. Is, what is ACTV? Is our... Sal, tell everyone what, AC... what ACTV is. ACTV is our chance to talk about things outside of comics. It's when Chris and I get on a podcast and talk about what we're watching, TV shows, movies, all that sort of stuff. Sometimes it's geek related, sometimes it's not, and it's Available only exclusively on our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash aroundcomics. For as little as $5 a month, you can not only support the show, help us out, help us pay for this fucking fiasco, but also you can get exclusive content available only to Patreon members. That's right. Exclusive content just for you. Just You'll be so special. You'll be a special little tiny, just special little group like the hand and we'll be your punisher and we'll just guide you to murdering everyone no wait no we won't do that but we will give you special content like actv like kbilly super sounds like the gutter dump where i talk about all the well not all the news but some of the comic book news that comes out every week and tom versus when he talks about old comic books and makes fun of them and uh, yeah all that and and interviews whenever chris gets off his lazy ass and does an actual another interview with a comic book creator uh, but other than that there's they'll, they'll all sorts of now. stuff they'll have subreddits they don't want to interview me uh, <laughs> no we're totally going to talk about winning time i'm so excited um so sal just understood the uh, the power of the um segue drop there at the end as we approach the end of this here show uh we love to hear from you all send us emails and float around comics.com um do all the social media stuff you can find it you probably uh already have if you're listening to this um sal's uh real crimes podcast uh what's the next one coming out yes uh i just released uh summer of sam about david berkowitz the son of sam killer uh, and the film summer of sam by spike lee uh, so that that's the latest one that just came out this week. Nice. Who's your special some, guest? Some, on that, um, uh, that was uh, my friend Brad. Is the is the uh, oh, guest Brad host Larson. on that? Yeah, Brad, yeah. That's correct, nice. Brad Larson. Yes, he's kind of my seventies guy. He's because he actually lived through it. So, um, <laughs> Larson's a good guy. All right. So check out uh, Sal's other um, show, Real and check out the patreon at patreon.com forward slash around comics uh it's gonna wrap this this one week up. oh just um, uh-huh. wait one mm-hmm. i'm sorry if i can just one real quick thing um i did just have a chat with andy parks about capote in kansas as a bonus episode to go along with 
the in cold blood. blood. And he tells some great stories about uh, riding Capote in Kansas and, and traveling to uh, Holcomb, uh, Kansas, where the, where the family lived and, and some other great stories. So that'll probably come out the next week. Awesome. Very cool. Go Andy. All right, Tom, what's going on in your life? Not much, man. Did your kid win his basketball yeah. championship? They yeah. won? Yeah. Hey, hey, all right. Yeah. Look at that. It's all downhill yeah. from here. 30, 32 to 16. It'll burn, burn. Whoa, blowout. Yeah. Nice. That's Did awesome. you just tell them to, to, to step on the gas when they were up by like 15? Did you just like step on the gas? Just go. Drive the net. <laughs> Finish Put the all. nail in the coffin. That last, and that's what, that's whenever they scored that last point <laughs> to win by sixteen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, no, they took their they took their feet foot off the gas once let they got up. Little cruise. Yeah, run out that run out the clock. Out big. Just, you don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to. Don't what want any crying kids at the end of this one. Third graders. What? Oh, so wow. Eight, eight year olds. And and how did your son play? Did he did he live up to your expectations? Yeah, he played he played well. Nice. He played well. Very nice. Tenacious defender. He did get Very hurt. Nice. He got hurt. He got uh uh a kid, they ran a pick and roll and he got tight take uh, the guy that set the pick kind of took him out oh, pretty geez. hard. So he kind of sat the last 10 minutes of the game. But uh, he was fine afterwards. He nice. said the wind knocked out of him. <laughs> it, was a, it was a big yeah. kid. The, the, but, the victory, uh, the victory, the victory usually, was enough to, uh, to make him feel okay. Yeah. yeah. In that age group, it's usually a big, pretty, pretty hefty kid that sets the pick. Yeah, you know, they don't they yeah. usually send <laughs> the center. They yeah. usually send the center up it's, there. It's not power forward big scorer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go out there, set the All right. Well, congr- congratulate congratulations. Yes, the Blazers yeah. champions. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Are we all we're all wrapped? We're done? Yeah. Little, yeah, sure. This little we're ready to put this little present uh, together, put a bow on it, and send it out into the universe. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, fantastic. Uh, like Sal said, uh, ACTV coming up at the end of this week. Um, all sorts of other stuff on the Patreon page. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday for another live stream and podcast. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in. And around comics, where we murder people a lot, murder a lot of people with swords.